0: It's not a Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line.
1: Good morning. This is Laquita on the line. Good morning, Laquita. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Good, morning, Good
2: morning, Mrs. Good morning, Brother Michael. I heard two people. I'm sorry. Could you say that
0: again? Good
3: morning, is Brother Good morning. Michael. Happy Wednesday.
0: Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good, good morning, this is Kemper.
1: Happy Wednesday.
2: Happy Wednesday, Kemper.
1: Good morning, it's good
2: Susie. Morning. Good morning, happy Wednesday.
4: Thank you. Ooh, there's some noise going on,
2: huh?
4: <laughs> Can you keep me in the prayers, please?
2: Yeah.
4: The pain is getting, getting worse, so.
0: Okay. I got you down. God
4: bless, you. God bless
2: you as well. Thank you. Good morning, mm-hmm. happy
5: Wednesday, everyone. Good morning.
2: Hey you say for my
5: so good.
0: Okay, you're asking for prayer for your boyfriend?
5: Yeah.
0: Okay, what's your boyfriend's name?
5: Bobby.
0: Bobby. Oh, okay. And um, he needs, does Bobby need healing? Yeah. Okay. I got it. Thank you so much, Yvonne, and happy Wednesday to you.
5: Happy Wednesday.
2: Thank you so much. Good (coughs) morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. And who's this? Happy Wednesday.
0: This is Danielle. I would like to say happy Wednesday and happy birthday to my one and only brother. Well, happy birthday to your brother and happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday.
2: Good morning, Dalafeeta. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday. Thank you so much. Good 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 morning. Good morning. It's Krishonda. Happy Wednesday, everybody. God bless you. Good morning,
0: Krishonda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. And I think I heard a couple of other people speaking, but I didn't get your name. Can you say that Good
2: morning.
0: It's Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy
4: Wednesday. Thank you, you too. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, is Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Praise the Lord. God loves you, everyone. Good morning. God morning. Great morning.
2: This is Sister Shante. Good morning, Sister Shante. Happy
0: Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, Morning. Sister Lisa.
6: Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call, and God is good. And so I just want you to keep my granddaughter lifted up as we're going through the process
0: of getting her healed and healing the whole family. Thank you. Her name is Michaela. Uh, Okay. I jumped out of the car the uh, Sunday. So thank God all her lives are grateful to the Lord hey hey thank you jesus so
2: yes thank you
0: this is for healing for her body for michaela
6: yes from her body from jumping out of that car on highway four
0: yeah and she still is here i'm grateful to god all her limbs everything but she's swollen
7: and her face is scarred up in her her body so she's still in the hospital but yeah they had the airlifted to the hospital from that freeway, so I'm just grateful
2: she's still with us, and that yeah, he
6: heard my cry, you,
2: my geez,
6: prayers. prayers. Hey,
2: hey, to cover all <laughs>
6: children, all children that's going through. And
0: Yes, yeah, so keep them all lifted up, even not yeah. if just my grandchild. All children that's going this crisis that they haven't. So I'm just asking the Lord, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I still Thank you. Have a great
6: day. Hey, hey. hey.
0: Okay. Yes, thank you, Jesus, for covering Michaela.
2: Yes. Yeah. Good, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
1: <laughs> yes, for this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be victorious in him, by him, for him, through him, and because of him. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Have a great day happy wednesday and have a
0: great day to you as well <laughs> okay at this time i'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting good morning everyone my name is valuable Valacita, and i'm your hostess thank you for joining us here on declare victory we are a prayer call that meets monday through friday starting at 6 a.m pacific standard time 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the month of April, where our monthly theme is entitled Mindset. The declarers will focus on the importance of having the right mindset to follow Christ and execute his will. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today.
1: Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer
0: this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to be God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week, and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at DeclareVictory.org or through PayPal at PayPal.me forward slash Declare Victory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from uh, Susie. She's asking for prayer for her back. She's still having pain in her back. Um, Yvonne is asking for prayer for her boyfriend Bobby for healing in his body. Lisa is asking for prayer for her granddaughter, Michaela, for healing in her body. And she's also asking for prayer for all the children, that God would just cover all the children. And then we have a written prayer request, and that's from Brianna. And she's asking for prayer to find a church home nearby that teaches the word of God and has fellowship. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Lisa. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Lisa. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Therefore, prepare your minds for action keep sober in spirit, fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you would please check your phones to make sure that they're on mute and continue to stay on mute until instructed to come off. And now pass the call to Lisa.
2: Have a blessed
0: God. We thank you, Father, for who you are, and we bless you for this morning. We thank you for waking us up and for giving us an opportunity just to say good morning. We thank you for being God and being God all by yourself, and if it hadn't been for you, we wouldn't even be able to say that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you because you are God. Besides you, there is none other. We thank you because as we get ready to celebrate Resurrection Sunday, we have the right to the tree of life, and we appreciate you. We thank you for being our God and being King of kings and being Lord of lords, for being our savior, for being the great I am, for being a wonderful counselor, for being the lover of our soul, the lifter of our bowed-down head, for being God that we can trust you and you are faithful. You never change. You never turn your back on us. You are dependable. You are God. God, we thank you. If it had not been for you on our side, where would we be? God, there's so much going on in this world and God, it looks like the world is going to hell in a handbasket, but you have been faithful. You have been consistent. You are sovereign. You are in control and you know exactly what's going on. So we trust you. We lean not to our own understanding and all of our ways we acknowledge you for you said that you would direct our path. We thank you for what you are doing and what you have done and what you shall do in our lives as you continue, Father, to show yourself strong and mighty we continue to lean into you, and we continue to trust you. We thank you, God, for this call we thank you for the people on this call we thank you for our friends and our family and how you are showing us father how to get our minds right and how to set our minds father how to have a mindset how to set our affections on you how to keep our minds stayed on you for you said if we keep our minds stayed on you you would keep us in perfect peace father so many people are losing their minds today they are waking up not knowing who they are they are touching things and tasting things they have no business doing and not knowing, God, what to do next. And, Father, some people are making decisions and it's taking their lives. So, Father, we
5: thank you that you are a mind regulator, a heart fixer, that you are showing us, Father, how
0: to and what to do. So we give you glory, honor, and praise because of who you are, God. We thank you. We thank you, Father, for even though wars and rumors of wars are still happening and calamities are happening and there is still dangers out there. You are still a keeper. You are keeping us from danger, seen and unseen. And, God, we just want to say thank you. We thank you for your word, which you are hiding in our hearts. We thank you for those that are teaching your word, preaching your word, ministering your word, but not only
5: those that are teaching and preaching and ministering. Thank you for those that are doing, for you told us to
0: not only be hearers of your word, to be doers of it as well, Father. Thank you for those that are setting out to do your word. Help us to hide it in our hearts that we will not sin against you. God, I desire to live a life that's pleasing before you. Help us to live in a way that our lives would bring you glory and honor, that people would see our good works and glorify you in heaven, Father. Teach us, Father, how to use our hands and our hearts and our mouths in a way that would build up you and that would edify the body and that would show people that you are real and that you are alive and that you are well. Teach us to um, know that we are salt and light and that we are your royal priesthoods, that we are more than conquerors, that we are overcomers, and that we have work to do. We thank you, Father, for your word. we bless you, God. Thank you, God, that we know and we understand as we came through identity, we understand who we are in you and our identity is found in you. And as we are fixing our minds to know, God, that we will stand no matter what this world offers. We will stand for truth according to your word. We bless you, God. Somebody on the call, God, needs you. Somebody's struggling in their finances. We pray for the
5: finances, God. We pray for health. We pray, God, for not just physical health, but mental health that affects our mindset, Father. You said, let this
0: mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We thank you for the mind of Christ being on the inside of us. We bless you for that, God. We
5: thank you, God, for who you are. It makes us who we are. God, I don't know what it is that everybody stands in need of, but we thank you that you know who we are because you know our thoughts are far off and you know we stand in need of. But what we
0: do know is that we can come before your throne of grace boldly and obtain mercy and find favor in our time of need. And anything that we ask according to your will, we have it.
5: So we know that we have the petitions that we desire of you. And you said that all things are possible to them that believe. So we believe your word to be true. And we believe, God, because you said it, you spoke it, that your word will not return unto you, void, And when you spoke it, God, and what you promised to us, we shall have it. And we believe it. So we come out of agreement and
0: alignment with every lie that we believed in the past about us that's not true, according to your word. And we believe your word to be true of our lives, of our families, of our homes, what you've said, God, about us. We believe it and we stand up in the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare, because you've spoken it already, that it is true and it is so, and it will come to pass because you've said it, and what you've said it it shall be established, God, because it's already done in the name of Jesus. In fact, it's already established. We're just waiting, many of us, for the manifestation of it. So we bless you, Father. And we thank you in advance. And because we know that all things
5: work together for the good of them that love you and are called according to your purpose, we
0: can go ahead and thank you already, Father. So we take our phones off of mute, and we set our stuff aside, and we cast our cares upon you, and we lay them at your feet, and we take this opportunity now just to yes. say thank you, God. Thank you,
2: God. Thank you. Loving, loving, I you. I am going to the 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 Thank am you're yeah, <laughs> I to in the to of Thank you Thank you Thank you for Thank you for your memory. you for your memory. you for your memory. you for your memory. you 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 we holy, holy, holy
5: that you would open up our eyes that we might see in the spirit, Father, that you would open our ears that we could hear clearly what you would say to us by your spirit, Father, that you would touch our children, Father, that you would send leaders to them so that they can know that they are leaders themselves, that they would stand up, that you would make them aware, Father, so that they would not be led astray, that you would protect them from predators and dangers, seen and unseen, God, Lift up Susie, God, we lift her up before you, strengthen her and her inner man, God. We thank you for Sonya. we thank you for surgery, that
0: it is done already, protecting all those that are involved in that care. You already know about it. So we thank you that it's already done and that it will be successful and that nothing will be done that the enemy has planned. We come against every attack against her and anybody on this call. And we come out of agreement and alignment with any assignment that we unknowingly set ourselves up to and with. And we thank you, Father, that every assignment is canceled in the name of Jesus, and thank you for your will being done in all of our lives. Thank you for a successful surgery, Father. Thank you that everybody is attentive and that nothing that you didn't design, God, shall happen in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you, Felisa's grandchildren. We lift them up before you. We lift up all of our grandchildren. lift up our children and our children's children, that we will leave an inheritance and a legacy for them, that they would know you. In the name of Jesus, God, prepare our hearts, open it
5: for your word. We thank you for Dion. We thank you for the word as it comes forth, Father. Bring it forth. Let yokes be destroyed. Let burdens be
0: lifted. Let our lives be changed as only you can do. Thank you for what you poured into her already. We believe and we are ready to receive. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. And we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, as I pass the call, amen. amen amen and amen again god be praised for the matchless things he does for his consistency for his faithfulness for his continual hands in and on each and every one of our lives Uh, good morning god morning great morning and happy wednesday on this uh april the 5th 2023, uh, dead smack in the center of Holy Week, I give God glory and honor uh, for you, valuable Valesita, for you, Lisa, thank you for doing uh, what you both always do consistently. I want to apologize in advance. Um, My voice is starting to return, so excuse my my crackle, um, excuse my Darth Vader sound this morning. Uh, I have been dealing with a a loss of my voice. Um, I also want to ask, I didn't get a chance to ask during the request time, if you all would pray for my good, dear girlfriend who lost her mother uh, this weekend. Her name is Patsy Robinson. If you would just keep her in your thoughts and in your prayers throughout the week. yes. Great loss to the body of Christ, um, but definitely a a dear loss for my sister friend. Amen. And again, her name is Patsy. Amen. Well, we have been having uh, an amazing time thus far. Yesterday, uh, Minister Jerry shared, and on Monday, that fire in the home, uh, Pastor Kathy LeFleur shared, And here we are once again, and it is Wait While We Wait Wednesday. It's that day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer. You guys know Wednesday is my absolute favorite day of the week. Uh, More than anything, just because I get to do what I could do for days and days and days, uh, unapologetically. Uh, with the courage the Holy Spirit alone can provide. So I thank God for that opportunity. Um, I want you to kind of wrap your minds around this idea. If I were to tag it or to coin my share this morning, it would be uh, the mind of a disciple mind or the mindset uh, of a disciple, the disciple's mindset. Amen? Amen. Um, I'm going to give a couple of really quick definitions, um, a little bit of etymology, the Greek meaning and definition, only just uh, for your own knowledge. I think that when we understand where words come from, kind of give you some synonyms,
8: um,
0: just because when we start to shift how we think, when we start to expand our capacity with regard to understanding necessary mind shift uh, mindset um, and establishing new habits, new thought processes, new patterns. Um, new ideas, new concepts, or embracing things that maybe once upon a time we did not. It takes intentionality, okay? So mindset in and of itself is a mental attitude or inclination, a fixed state of mind. We often hear the term uh, fixed or growth. Mindset, just in the world and how the world operates. A tendency or a habit. A person's way of thinking or their attitude. Their outlook, their psyche, their approach, their psychology, their mentality, their behaviorism. uh, The uh, medical therapy belief. Um, says that the way one might frame a thing in thinking, a mental process or mental makeup, personality, right? What makes someone tick? The science of a mind, Uh, the turn of a mind, a persona, a feeling, a point of view, or a state of mind, a humorous thought or a lack thereof reasoning, perception, um, their cast on a thing, the quality or the sentiment, the nature or the heart of a matter, learning, uh, uh, heart learning, or uh, their complexion. I never heard it said that way, but Um, As I began to investigate and or interrogate the idea of what a mindset actually houses, Um, if you know anything about me, uh, how we process our information um, is really pertinent to how far or um, the opposed we actually have the ability to go. Um, I often say, and we hear it quite frequently, if you don't see it before you see it, the truth is, you never will, right? So our mindset refers to or suggests that we have a very specific set of beliefs. It It is overridden by um, our attitude, or sometimes in Christendom, we call it the B attitudes, our perspective of a thing, our viewpoint, the way we shape things, the way that we cultivate our behaviors is based on our mental makeup, right? It can be positive or it can be negative, right? Our approach to challenges, our approach to opportunities, our approach to relationships, Right. A growth mindset, as I mentioned before, for example, is characterized by the belief that um our abilities and our intelligence can be developed through hard work, uh, through small mental shifts or changes. I call them kaleidoscope moments. Through our dedication and learning from our errors or our missteps, so to speak. While on the other hand, a fixed mindset assumes that one's qualities and abilities are innate and unchangeable. Mindset can have a significant impact on an individual's motivation, on their get back or their resilience, on their overall mental health and well-being, and can be cultivated and improved through intentionality effort and practice. Um, That that word intentionality um, is looming in my mind as I am sitting here um, just just kind of pondering. The unfortunate thing is not everyone has the capacity uh, to operate in places of discomfort with intentionality. Um, intentionality means one's aim, one's plot, one's plan, one's objective. It means that you are deliberate in your effort. So the Greek definition of it is paranema, right? Um, when we look at or associate the book of Matthew and or Mark, this idea of paranema, um, and I'm probably saying it wrong, pardon. Um, it only occurs in the stinging rebuke delivered to Peter by Jesus. And he said it like this. He said, uh, you don't have in mind the concerns of God, but merely your human concerns. You can find that in Mark, the 8th chapter. Um that term is derived from a noun um, called "prin," which means the process of careful consideration, thinking, and or understanding. Um, I'm going to linger around Romans, the eighth chapter today. And when you have an opportunity, if I were you, I glean from the book in its entirety. Um, but there are several Pointing or aiming or intentional scriptures that will talk about mindset. I'm sure we'll hear this on several different occasions throughout this month. Um, but I want to kind of give us the framework. And then you know me, I'm a storyteller. By the time it's all said and done, I will um, share some things about how, when, why where and with whom um in many instances we have to shift our mindset uh cuz it, it it really in order to um establish or redirect or reinvent or recreate our thought processes it really takes some very intentional digging all right so let's let's get into it so um, let's read Romans eight, five, six, and seven initially, and then we'll jump down to twenty-seven. It says, For those who are according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. Uh, but those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace, because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the laws of God, for it is not even able to do so. In other words, it hasn't the capacity. Now, let's jump down. Um, to Romans 8 and 27. And he who searched the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Now we know if we don't know anything else, um, as it relates to our mindset, our mentality, you can generally tell who someone is at approach. If you are paying attention, you can tell if they're, a negative Nancy or a negative Ned. You can often tell if they're uh, angry Amy or angry Anthony. You can generally kind of see if uh, I call uh, Josiah's grandmother, my ex mother in law, um, I just call her mom. I call her Mary Poppins because her personality is so um, consistently kind giving, gentle, consistent, uh, thorough, uh, loving, attentive. She is an extremely extroverted uh, lover of God and a lover of people. Our mindset um, generally uh, houses our disposition, how we think, how we feel, how we emote. Uh, how we express how we convey uh, our cadence our tone our pitch uh is almost always an indicator of a person's bandwidth mentally it is one of the most intriguing things to walk into a room you can sense judgment you can fit, uh, sense a critical spirit you can sense uh, someone that's a comic by nature our mindset in conjunction uh, and in tandem with our spirit, man once yielded to the authority of who Jesus is in our life, the acknowledgement um the acquiesce, the expression of agreement with God uh, has the power to shift how we think if we agree now uh even these these scriptures and in their proper context they make it pretty simple that in fact uh when we are in agreement with who God says we are we experience life di- differently right and technically for the carnal christian the person who and and We all, I'm sure, because the wheat and the tear grow together, they grow in conjunction. We've all had our moments of carnality when our flesh overrode the practicality of the truth of what the word says concerning how we perceive a thing, concerning how we operate uh, from a mental standpoint relating to people, Uh, relating to situations, relating to circumstances, relating to experiences. Um, Based on where you are mentally, you respond accordingly. Uh, I want to ask a question. We're talking about the mindset of a disciple or the mindset of discipleship. We know that uh, in our homes, our children experience is going on in our thought process on a day-to-day basis. Perhaps in one season of your life, they caught you in places of immaturity and unpreparedness. And then in uh, other stages, you started to recognize outside, outside of your carnal thinking uh, how to make the necessary shifts in order to guide them effectively. But if you pay attention, especially if you have multiple children, you can always tell uh, what season the children were born in. <laughs> always laugh because each one of my children uh, very much reflect my mindset when I conceived them, after I birthed them, and even in my growing season as a believer, uh, as I operated at, not really as an unbeliever, I always believed that God was who he was, but It wasn't personal, it was from uh, a a reflection of my mother's heart, a reflection of my grandmother's heart, a reflection of Sunday morning experiences. It was a reflection of um, experience and exposure, but it was not yet mine. Very different um, than when I had DeMarie and and I was intentional. I was deliberate about learning who God was. As a matter of fact, probably about 18 days before I found out I was pregnant, um, I rededicated my life to Christ, and um, it was in that season of my life that. Um, I started being intentional about learning how to pray, not just praying from my emotions, not just praying what I thought I needed, not just praying um, from a place of my flesh or the absence or the lack of a thing because my mentality um, based on the relationship that I was building with Jesus and with Holy Spirit started to shift The things that I crave, it started to change my appetite. What we'll notice about intentionality uh, with regard to thinking is uh, the closer you get to Christ, the more you cut back the things that hinder you, the more you start to put off the things that uh, the world system consistently engages in, uh, the the more your appetite shifts. The more your appetite shifts, the more your mindset shifts, the more you make those specific intentional strides. And uh, we're still talking about the mindset of a disciple or discipleship because we got to get there, right? You got to gradually walk into the reality that every single day of everyone's life, every single person on the entire planet, you are discipling someone somewhere to do something. Uh, back to Romans the eighth chapter, the sixth verse, for the mindset on the flesh is death. So in other words, we, uh, in, in our carnal mentality, in our carnal mindset, in our mindset that is absolutely engulfed and engaged with the world and the world system, we seek after uh, the things that the world seeks after Our desire in many cases is to party and to kick it, is, uh, to have this and to have that. It's almost always about external um, association. It's almost always about what you can get what you can walk away with, what you can have in your hand tangibly, what you can um, get from another person. It is a very uh, tape nature. It is a very I, me, my mentality. Everything about uh, a carnal living, and and I'm only telling you because I've lived carnally, I've done it, I've been there, I, I understand what that looks like. It is always about what benefits you. Anytime you wrap your mind around the truth that uh, if you are consumed with what benefits you, you are generally selfish in nature, selfish in behavior, selfish in ideas, selfish in identity. But on the other hand, or the reverse of that, the word then says, uh, but those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. It means that uh, it's not about what I can see. See, carnality has to see it happen. Uh, spirit man and spirit mentality uh, knows that there is something growing even if I can't see it. Uh, There's something happening underneath the surface, even if it is uh, just me saying a kind word, I recognize that for somebody that's not been quote unquote loved well, it, it takes a moment to shift their mindset to receive something other than what they've been exposed to, right? It's no different than a plant or a tree, a tree neglected, a tree abandoned, a tree abused doesn't often yield fruit. But a tree maintained, a tree pruned, a tree trimmed, a tree watered, Uh, even though you may not see it initially on uh, the outside, underneath the surface things are happening, a tree fertilized. It is our responsibility in our mentality uh, as we are disciples of men that we are watering something with the truth of who God says we are and the truth of who God says they are. Uh, let, let's go a little bit further, right? So so we know that a mindset on flesh is death. And, and when we talk about death, it, it's not always about the physical. In many cases, a person whose mindset, uh, uh, the the Bible even says, a bitter heart dries the bones. You ever notice somebody that's always depressed, that's always crying and complaining, somebody that's always uh, uh, declaring that they're sick in their body, they always got a gripe, they always have a grunt. Everything is always negative, negative, negative. Can I tell you a secret? As time goes on, while they may not uh, for a season die a physical death, their spirit man is suffocated. Uh, Their spirit man has no womb to grow or to thrive. It's like planting a tree in a pot in an open field. Let me say that again. It's like planting a tree. In a pot in an open field. For somebody that may be a little slow, let me paint a bit a better picture. You know, how you go to Home Depot or Lowe's or um, uh, these novelty-specific nursery plant-type um, shops, and you get a lemon tree per se. That lemon tree comes in um, a pot. Now, the tree isn't intended to stay in the pot. It's intended to be replanted um, in its permanent location. You have to find a home for it. Uh, But the truth is uh, that if, in fact, you take it home and you plant it in the pot, growth is not an option. Now, it may stay green for a little while. Now, say, for instance, you buy three of them and you take two of them and you release them from their pots and you plant them in their permanent places, well, they're going to flourish if nurtured, if watered, um, if pruned, while being taken care of. But that one that you planted in the ground in the pot has no room to stretch. That's what we call a fixed state. However, the ones that were taken out of the pot and put into the soil freely, now they have a growth uh, opportunity, right? And so a lot of us, if we just be honest, some of our history, some of our background, some of um, our experience and exposure is as if we were planted in the ground in our pots. We call that. In today's society arrested development that arrested development then becomes an impartation on any and everything you are exposed to on every level it it then becomes what we all experience when we um, encounter who you are we're talking about the mindset of a disciple right Um, what we also discover in Romans 8 and 7 is because the mind set on the flesh is hostile towards God, it does not subject itself. It means uh, our mentality as believers um, have a desire when you start to seek the the rich meat of Christ, when you start to uh, want to access the more of who God says you are, we submit our will to who Jesus says we are, which means that we consider his precepts consistently. Right. Um, But for the one whose mind is not on the affections of who God is or who God says they are, what God has called them to, they don't even have the capacity. Right. So, so a lot of times it's, it's one of those things where you start to, Uh, become extremely clear about how you receive people, how you respond or react to people because there are certain things People don't have a, 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 unless you are intentional, unless it's something that you want, people don't just naturally, innately, because we are um, born and shaped in iniquity and or sin, you you have a, a, a natural inclination to do the opposite <laughs> of everything that God is calling you to do, right? You have a, a, an absolute appetite. Listen, I, I always say this. Until I was saved, listen, check this out. I wasn't right. I was discipling. <laughs> However, where I was recruiting to, on the other end of that was no question death, and it may not have been death again physically, but emotionally, spiritually, um, perhaps even financially, contingent upon um, the the person on the other end or the receiving end. It is our responsibility as believers. Right. Um, To really understand the mind of Christ concerning us individually and collectively as a body, it's super important that you understand that because when you built this partnership, uh, when you submitted to this sonship, when you uh, started to lean in toward the truth of who God has already established you as in the heavens, you got empowered with the spirit of God to shift every idea, every thought process, every consideration. You you came into an agreement of submission to the truth of who you are. And everything that you need is working inside of you. Listen, not because of even just your mind shift. But truthfully, it's because he intercedes for us according to the will of God. We're talking about the mindset of a disciple. Why does it matter if I'm negative Nancy or uh, I'm positive Patty, right? Sometimes contingent upon uh, where you are in perspective, for the negative people, you get on their nerves, right? Uh, People won't follow me because I be a little too positive. Sometimes I get tickled. I kind of like it. Then I turn it up, right? But I, I can only give you what I have, right? I can only be or express who I am according to what I am in agreement with. According to what God has written of me. Check out Romans fifteen and six. So that with one accord. You may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not everybody has the capacity um, to even know where to begin with regard to um, embracing the truth of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In our carnal state, in our, our, our Uh, cultural state. We are a reflection of our experience and our exposure, right? Now, we know that even in Christian living or kingdom living, we are in a constant battle, uh, right? Casting down Uh, Those false imaginations, high hyping that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ or according to Romans 7 and 23, but I see a different law in the members of my body warring uh, and waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members right? Until you shift your mind about your value, until you shift your mind about the fact that for real, as a disciple or a follower of Christ or a disciple even of the world system and culture and culture system, that every single time you open your mouth, you convince someone who you are. In in sales, we call it a, B, C, always be closing. I, I am closing, uh, if I'm at the corner store. I'm closing if, uh, I had to go to the laundromat. I'm closing, uh, at Safeway or at Full Max or at the public or at the Kroger, as they say in Atlanta. I'm closing with every opportunity that I get, um, to ensure that someone knows that my discipleship is not after the flesh but after the spirit or the nature of who God not only says I am but who God says they are. Remember I said that when we think about the carnal thought process, the carnal understanding. It always wants to take. It always wants to pull. It always wants to extract. It always wants to be the center of attention. It always wants to please itself, its own desires. But the nature of the mindset when you operate and walk in the spirit is it always wants to give. It always wants to serve. It always wants to build. It always wants to grow. It always wants to bring others along. It always wants to go get somebody out the mindset of the flesh says uh let them stay there honey if they ain't got nothing to give me i can't do nothing for them if they don't have nothing to add to me honey i'm not doing nothing with them or for them but the mindset of that which is spiritual always wants to add and to multiply we're talking about the mind uh, of a disciple the mindset of discipleship. Our lives um, are living epistles. How we move around. I, I, I will find it very difficult that if every time I encounter a person, all they have is complaints and negativity. All they have is what hurt, what makes them sad, what makes them miserable, who did what to them. Listen, honey, first of all, get away from me. That's first. And I don't mean no harm. Uh, but I, I mean exactly what I said. If every time I talk to you, you have a negative opinion of everything, all the time, listen, sweet cake, it's not us, it's you. It is your mentality. It is your mindset. It's your makeup. It is what you believe you deserve. Our mindset uh, dictates the opportunities we encounter. Our mindset dictates the expansion we will or will not experience. Our mindset uh, determines how long people will stay or how long people will go. If you ever noticed that uh, the positive patties of the world, they get access to things that perhaps uh, your negative thinking self just doesn't get? Sometimes we could ask somebody what an outcome may or may not be, and all they can think about is what they don't want to experience, what they don't want to get, what they need to change. But but I asked you about an outcome, and you, you telling me about what's broken. That's not what I'm asking you. We can often tell uh, a person's um, heart posture through their communication. Every time you open your mouth, we know who you are. If you want us to know or you don't want us to know if you you think you're sneaking uh we know when you are uh struggling with depression. We, we know when you are fighting anxiety. We know um, in many cases where you are suicidal or you're struggling, even with getting up out of the bed from one day to the next, sometimes it poses itself as sickness and dis-ease. Your mindset uh, can determine whether or not you get well from an ailment or you don't. Your mindset, according to Ephesians 4 and 23, and that you would be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Listen, in the spirit of your mind, in the spirit of your mind. The mind and the brain are two very different things, but in the spirit of your mind, you find yourself either leaning toward the truth or leaning toward the lie that you tell yourself to give whatever negative experience and exposure, the power to live consistently uh, in and through you, right? Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So when we set our mind on what is kingdom useful, we start to think about destiny. We start to think about future. We start to think about open doors. Hallelujah. We start to thinking about access. Hallelujah. We start to thinking about growing and maturing and who we going back to getting, who's coming with us. We, we start to think about the company that we keep. We're talking about the mind of a disciple. See, what you'll notice is those that have a mind to disciple in the earth through their living, through their ministry, mentality, through their thought process, through their operations, uh, you'll find them serving, right? You'll generally find them in a positive space and place consistently. Those that operate from a growth mindset, which means their mind is malleable. That means flexible, adjustable, pliable. It's kind of like the clay on the potter's wheel. It means that they can be pushed and shoved uh, with the right push and shove toward the right destination because the objective is not about them. They are being prepared uh, to be fit for use. Those that have a mind uh, to operate according to what the truth of the Spirit of God has already employed in their members overrides. Uh, those ideas of satisfying the flesh all the time, of always making excuses, giving themselves passes, those that have a mindset of, uh, discipleship. They, they have a, a desire for accountability and correction. They want someone to get them together. They want someone to tell them, listen, fix that, straighten that out. You might want to work on that, not in a nasty way, but from a place of love. When you got a mindset, uh, to in such a way that when you meet Jesus, hallelujah, all he can say is, man, check out this my kid right here. (laughs) This one right here shows you might not have ever stepped on the stage. You may not have ever mounted a pulpit or a platform, but just your presence in the earth brings a a mentality of, man, I'm here to serve. How can I help you grow? And not from a place of codependence, not from a place of control, not from a place of people pleasing or people seeking, not from a place of being a doormat and not having healthy boundaries. Because listen, I'm a serve until I turn purple, uh, perhaps even polka dot. But listen, I know how to balance life today. I know how to say no. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I don't have the capacity for that. Right? Your your mindset when agreement with spiritual things. It'll tell you when to mash. It'll tell you when to slow up. That's that's another part of discernment in discipleship. You start to learn uh, the ebbs and flows of the spirit and how God operates in and through you, right? Philippians 2 and 5 says, have this attitude in yourself, which is also in Christ Jesus. So let your mind Let your mentality, let your mindset be a reflection of the God in you that you declare that you operate and walk in. When when you have moved out of uh, uh, the natural, when you've moved out of the the carnal uh, aspect of living, uh, can I tell you something? We we know. (laughs) Right? Everybody knows. It amazes me how people think uh, that they sneak in to be mean and nasty and bitter. It blows me away that that people think that they are tiptoeing about being rude and judgmental. It, It blows me away when people are extremely closed off and isolated, that you think nobody sees you. You think nobody hears you. Your mind has told you to do that. Your thoughts have told you to do that. Them, uh, that stinking and thinking, and those conversations that you've been having in your head, they caused you to tell yourself a lie to stay in the same position that you are in without experiencing the promise of God, which is fullness of joy. If you are not experiencing fullness of joy today, uh if you don't feel like if somebody followed you, they get straight to Jesus. If in your heart of hearts you're listening to me and you have rolled your eyes 37 times, first and foremost, I don't care. How about that? But more importantly, if I were you, I'd begin to interrogate Abba about my mind, about my future, and about my now. God, what can I do today? to be intentional about shifting how I think? What can I do today to be deliberate about how I trust you? What can you do, uh, what can I do today to move out of this uh, broken place, this broken mentality, this fixed mindset that says everybody has to yield to me. Everybody got to make sure I'm good. Everybody got to serve me and do for me. Listen, we ain't coming. I'm not. Somebody might, but it ain't me, right? Uh, 1 Corinthians 2.16, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Let me say that again. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So, so in other words, the mind of Christ is, is within you. When you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you got access to, to develop, to cultivate and create an intimate relationship, just like the disciples did.
7: You got action.
0: You had an opportunity, right? You, you got full, carte blanche access to him through intimacy through relationship, through surrender, through submission, through identifying the truth about who he is in and through you. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to guard your heart with all of your diligence. When we talk about heart in that particular passage, and you can get a concordance and go look it up yourself, it's talking about the mind, right? So it is conceived in the heart, received in the mind, expressed through the mouth. Received in the, conceived in the heart, received in the mind, confessed with the mouth. That means there are things in your heart, especially for those of you who are chronic, habitual, complainers. It's in your heart. Your body may be manifesting it with aches and pains, but I'm telling you, it was conceived in your heart. Your mind adopted it as true, and your mouth confesses it as law. It is your responsibility to do the deep diving, the deep digging. Um, the deep cultivating that we call it tilling, in an effort to free your mind, that you would not operate from that carnal place of complaining and murmuring and being frustrated. Uh, it is a direct reflection of a sick faith, because what it says is you—you you may say you're a Christian, um, but according to what your your heart has conceived, what your mind believes, what your mouth confesses is that God uh, does not keep his word. He does not keep his promises, that he's a liar, and that he was telling the truth about everybody but you. That's a heart matter. We're talking about mindset, but I assure you, if you're struggling in your mind, you need to examine your heart. You need to start there, and that only happens during moments of intimacy with God. That being said, this was not a shout message <laughs> i'm not I'm not interested in shouting. Um, what I'm interested in is impact is results is transformation right Our responsibility as disciples that's my job that's my first role discipleship. Evangelism is for somebody to come into the knowledge of Christ in such a way that their life becomes unrecognizable, even them. Sometimes I don't recognize myself. I'm grateful. Areas of my flesh that I used to struggle with, I forget that that was a struggle until I remind myself intentionally so that I remember to keep my chin to my chest as I operate with the mind of a disciple. It is important um, that we are honest with where we are. It is important that we are consistently confronting the things that hold us hostage um, to our fleshly ideas, our fleshly thoughts, and our fleshly interactions. It's a real thing, y'all. And it can change, but it all begins in your heart. It manifests in your mind. It is conveyed with your words, your life, follows your words. Your life follows your words. That being said, I pray that something that I said convicted you. I pray that something that I said confirmed what track you may already be on with the mind of discipleship, keeping in mind that every time we open our mouth, every word we use, every expression we give is a form of discipling someone into something. If I followed you, where would I go? The real question. If I followed you, where would I end up? What would that look like? Hey, Amen. Um, I'm going to let y'all sit in that for just a second while um uh, you can unmute folks. And we'll go into um, the second half of hosting and greeting. I'm going to have the men speak first. Um, after the men, we'll have... Perhaps people that have joined the call for the first time, you didn't have an opportunity uh, to say anything, or maybe you've been on the call for a while, and perhaps this morning you'd like to say something, and then we'll go into general hosting greetings. So, again, that is if there are any men on the line that would like to say good morning, we will acquiesce to you.
2: Fellas. Hey,
3: good morning, family. It's Cedric. Thank you for that word, Dion.
2: Hey, Cedric.
0: Any other fellows? that want to say good morning? I know a few of you guys are at work as I see you on the board. Hey Amen, there may be somebody new that joined the call. Uh, if you like, you are more than welcome to say good morning. All right. Otherwise, Ali Ali free. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is LaToya.
2: Thank you for your word. Hey,
0: LaToya. Good morning. Good morning. This is Brianna. Thank you for that great declaration. Hey, Brianna. Good morning.
5: Good morning, is Leomia. Great declaration. Thank you. Good
0: morning, good morning Mother. Good morning, good it's morning, Gigi. Dionne. Great decoration. Hey, good morning, Gigi. Good morning, Diane.
1: Good morning, it's Krishanda. Amazing declaration. Thank you for oh. the keys. <laughs>
2: oh, good morning, it's Jubilant. Thank you. Good morning.
0: Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Great decoration. That's pretty.
3: All right.
0: Good morning. This is Joyce. <laughs> Wonderful declaration. Thank you.
4: Oh, morning. Good morning.
0: Good, Good morning,
4: prosperous Pam hey, here. <laughs> Great. Really, really enjoyed your work this morning. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Pam. Good morning. It's Miss B. Great declaration.
2: Hey, Miss B.
7: Good morning, Dion. It's me, Mary. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> good morning. This is Rita. Great declaration. Hey, good
2: morning. good morning. Good morning, it's Marcy. I right oh, but <laughs> we got to check ourselves before we work ourselves. That's why she's here
0: check yourself before you're ready to go. Right. <laughs> Anybody else want to say good morning before we go into love, life, and victory?
7: Good morning. It's Denise.
0: Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. Wait,
5: Denise Smith.
0: Richardson. Be Rich. Oh, oh, okay. He didn't mm-hmm. sound like that. that's a good thing. That means <laughs> your voice yeah,
6: your sound is changing.
0: <laughs> hmm. Hey man. Anybody else before we walk into Love Life and Victory? Look, if anybody wanna even talk to me, y'all probably wanna hang out. Good up morning,
4: Dion and Sylvia. Hey
2: Sylvia. <laughs> Amen. Any
0: questions, comments, commentary this morning? Good morning, <laughs> Hey. I, I wonder if you and Phil ever was like kids. Did y'all like play games, like, you know,
1: real games where you have fun?
4: <laughs> Let me tell
1: you, from the exercise last night to this declaration today, y'all play no games.
3: Y'all play no games.
1: <laughs> I, you
0: know, I'm just going to tell you real quick. He had us do an exercise where we just call random people and prophesy to him. And immediately, you know, my stomach started hurting.
1: So Uh I was like, oh, my God. But when I thought, when you talk about discipleship
0: and you take your eyes off the person or the thing and put your heart posture toward the purpose, the cause, the
1: reason, it totally changes everything. Mm-hmm. I went on to put my shoulders back,
0: <laughs> and I made the cause.
1: And do you believe that one lady actually had a conversation with me?
0: So to God be the glory. If we just be obedient to the things that he says,
1: the process is still going to happen. I ain't going to mm-hmm. say it gets easier. <laughs> but Girl, I'm telling you, obedience is way better than sacrifice. I promise
3: you. It is. <laughs> Great word, today, I-
0: ladies I- I, I, I promise you, y'all, t- tough taskmasters, y'all. If y'all ready, ready, ready to get in, hey, get in. Ain't no time to waste. Love you, Sid. And, man, it's a real thing.
1: Hey, D. Hey. Man, man, you know where I'm at. I'm at my favorite place. I feel like I'm at Disneyland every day after school. So I just love that what you got me with this morning is when you're talking about the mindset and the seasons and you can tell by your children what season you were in when you conceived or carried or whatever so that never (laughs) dawned on me and you know all three of mine so don't you know which one of mine is the mean one and and as you were saying that I thought about it because the Armani is my rainbow baby because y'all know I lost my first one delivered and stillborn so I I I didn't beg God for him, but he truly was my beauty for ashes. So my relationship with the Lord changed through pain. So I understand why Armani is who he is and the sweet spirit that he is. And then with Ariana, because it wasn't that way. Okay, that's another story. I wanted to kill her. That's all another story. But I get it. So it does make sense because of our wounds and what we carry. And so it just really makes sense. The mindset is so real. And, and, and this whole month is like, I am growing even with this. Like, not that I thought I was already there. I, I didn't. But there's are some areas that, that I'm getting checked in. And like I think Marcy said, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And I agree with you, Shell. Did they play outside at all? I mean, I know Dion did. She was in Fort Richmond. But it don't seem like they played, like, tetherball and hopscotch. They was just in there casting out <laughs> demons at the park. Okay, I'm gone. <laughs> she was the one pushing that little merry-go-round real hard.
0: Uh-huh.
2: You' on these again <laughs> uh-huh. Y'all <better> uh, stop.
0: <laughs> I was on the playground telling everybody what to do, being everybody mom a pet. Okay.
3: I believe that part beyond <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured the thing going around.
2: <laughs>
0: That's so mean. I was, I was kind of, I, well, I was, so I ain't gonna. Die. No, then Phil, is laughing and you just he said, "So sucky." <laughs> Absolutely, don't nobody care.
2: That's Whatever. right.
0: <laughs> Look, Quita worked with me for 25 years. Quita, don't you say nothing. You just sit there. You hear?
2: Nothing. See, there
5: okay.
2: it is. <laughs> Baby, she got store.
7: Well, crazy. I've been your friend for just as long, and let me tell you what she was doing on the playground. <laughs> and bringing cats and frogs home, talking about can we? Can they stay? Can we help them?
3: And and and
7: Boston and, and Boston people around, and laughing and antagonizing people. Ah, you fell for it. Ah. <laughs> Well, you know.
2: It is it is what it is. Hey Anybody
0: else so question?
4: I do. Not- I, I'd like to share something that kinda um that uh spoke to me a little bit. Um, when you were talking about um someone who's always complaining, always you know, that kind of thing and I mm-hmm. um uh, I'm getting a few things. So the first thing I will say is, I used to do that, and I didn't know I was doing that until someone brought it to my attention. This was years, years ago. Um, you know, someone first brought, brought it to my attention, and then again during that time where God sat me down, and I couldn't find a job for a year and a half. When I first read that book, "Bait of Satan," and and He was just doing a lot of a lot of things to me. I'm able to see it now. I'm able to recognize you know, the communicate the words that are coming out of my mouth better, but it first came from an awareness. So um, I struggle sometimes with the loving correction. I, and so sometimes I won't say anything at all. If there's someone that I might know that I see that, you know, like is tending to be always negative. um, I struggle with how to communicate in a loving way because i believe my my job as a christian i believe it's scriptural that i do need to lovingly correct that person so um i just was throwing that part out because it kind of touched me um I, I i feel i don't know i have a heavy heart for those who you know that you described so That's all. I don't know why. I just wanted to say that. That's
0: that's good. And the unfortunate part is, a lot of times um, people don't know that they are chronic complainers. Um, A lot of times, you may not even be clear that you are negative Nancy. It's a definite indicator um, of the fact that you are not surrounded with the right people. So. How do you know somebody that's a chronic complainer? Chances are they don't really have many friends um not only do they not really have a lot of friends, the ones the friends that they do have usually tend to do the same things, so they swap complaints if that makes sense.
4: absolutely um, it does
0: mhm um you also notice that they don't really um, join conversations. And if they do, as soon as they start talking, the conversation goes a different direction. It usually is riddled with complaints, frustrations, uh, angry statements, you know, so on and so forth. But it's it's not that it's difficult to detect. The question is, how do you defuse it? How do you debunk it?
4: You are a negative Nancy, it, and you know what? I have a I have a a confession. That was me before I joined this call six seven years ago. Um, I was so we just finished the month of identity, and it just came to me like the the next day after the month was over. My and I was telling someone this. They're like thinking, "Oh, did you say that what something about my job?" And I used to identify with what I did for a living, and I, I don't know. God is just so good, but God's sitting me down for a year and a half, not being able to find work. Before that, that was my identity, was what I did for a career. If it, God is, I just love him. He's amazing. Um, I don't want to take it in a different direction, but um, yeah, I think, I feel like I'm taking it another direction. I don't want to. I want to keep it on what we're talking about. But anyway, I'm thankful. I'm blessed. And I'm sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> oh, don't, don't be sorry. It
0: was relevant and poignant. And the truth is, our mindset is a reflection of what we believe our identity to be.
2: If we just keep it 100.
0: (laughs) Um, We express what we believe our identity is. That's just that. Very good share, Pam. And yeah, I'm aware, and I agree with what you said. That is,
4: Amen. Anybody else? Good morning.
3: Yeah, good morning. Um, you know how um on the Karate Kid where the, um with a young with a kid um kept getting beat up, and uh-huh. he said to the to the man, uh, he said,
0: um, me getting beat up that hurt. He said, I don't like getting beat up. That hurt.
3: So uh, the reason I brought that is a a good point that I'm getting ready to bring up. What you said,
2: it hurt.
0: I know God is still working on me and changing me. It's like I just got, and I, I know he's changing. I know he's working on me.
3: It is like I just. Ooh, it just has hurt. I mean, everything you said, I know, I know God is,
0: I know I need help and I know God is working on me. I mean, it was just like He just was talking to me. And I know um, sometimes I don't like to open up my mouth, I like to just keep stuff to myself because. I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to say anything where it'll, it'll come back on me. But I know in order to sometimes open up my mouth, God is is, is, is has to change a person. And if that person keeps their mouth closed, um, then God, he'll still deal with that person. But by them... Opening up their mouth and the truth comes out. Like they said, the truth hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm I, and I'm here because I want God to help me. And it is it, and and I I know I came a long way. Is it, it's tough because growing up,
3: not getting the love you want. I'm not making no excuse, I'm just saying not getting the love you want, and as you get
0: as you are grown up and as you trying to seek that
3: love, and as you're trying to be a disciple,
2: but everything you said it it points to me because
5: God
3: is changing me. I'm glad I can open up my mouth because I was going to keep my mouth closed, but how you guys said, pride don't want you
5: to speak out. So I I need to speak out and I need to ask for forgiveness if I offended anybody because I do want God to change me. I do want to be a, a
3: disciple and like you said, if somebody was to Follow you? Where would you take them? And even though I have Christ in me, I think right now, if somebody was to follow me, it, I don't think right now it'd be a good place because I'm God is still working on me, and I I I know I have to get out of me 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 want this me want attention me want love because I'm older now. And how you said when you um, get love, you grow well. I didn't
0: get that love. I'm not making no excuse. I'm just saying I didn't get that love. But I'm getting it on declare
5: victory. I just need to start focusing more on
0: discipling myself and, like Lisa would say, and um, I think that's prosperous, Pam. And and um.
3: You know, when you speak the word, you got to talk the word, and and I know they be people be saying this to me in my head over and over and over and over, and hopefully, I will get it. But that word, it just it's like it just slapped me in the face, and I'm like, man, it just it's just talking to me. So I just said once again, God, just help me in my life.
0: Very good, very good fair, um, very good transparent moment, and you should have more of those. Because um, at the end of the day, it's it's not our responsibility to judge you. Everybody's had experiences. If I operated based on how not well <laughs> I experienced love, maybe I'd be evil, angry, and full of hatred. And at one time, I believe I probably was, if I just, you know, be honest. In one season of my life, I was miserable. Um, and I was miserable because of my experience and my exposures. But how many of you know that God will not only shift what's most important, but you got to be willing to do the work. It's a process. You got to want freedom more than you want to hold on to uh, the experience and exposure that you had once upon a time. It's like what I said, being planted in the ground in a pot. And for many of us uh, that that have experienced levels of arrested development, or in some cases, people that have used for a long time, um, there's a season of arrested development where you get stuck right there in that place. Those are the things, those soul tears, those soul wounds that we have to give God access to and permission to come and heal us. But but listen, we say stuff like, I want God to change me. Listen, can I tell you something? According to this Easter we're walking up on, you are a product of a finished work. Let me say that again. You are the reflection of a finished work. He's not changing anything. Everything is already changed. All you ever have to do is receive his love because you are already accepted in the beloved. When you acquiesce to the spirit of God, that was the gift of God, which was freely given to you, You submit your will to the truth of what God says, receive his love, and make intentional steps to change things. It means that sometimes you don't answer fast. It means that sometimes you wait before you say something, especially if you know it's negative, if you know it's nasty, if you know it's mean, if you know it's curt if you know it's depressing, if you know, like all of that stuff, all those weights, lay down those weights that so easily beset you. They beset you. He don't give them to you. He doesn't take them off because he didn't give them to you. He came to heal you and absolve you of every weight that sits on you. All you got to do is agree. I know that sounds simple and stupid. I'm telling you something. It is a decision. I don't care what you went through. I don't care how bad your childhood was. Mine was awful. You hear me? It was awful. It wasn't cool at all. Yeah, that happened to me too, and that happened to me too, and that happened to me too. Oh, well, it happens. There's nothing I can do about that. All I can do is live in this second. In this moment, it's 7.33 a.m., <laughs> right? On April the 5th of 2023, I'm standing right here in this moment. And none of that stuff has anything to do with this moment. It, just, it happens. All right. Got it. Now what? Now what? Amen. Dion, this is funny. Um, thank you for this decoration declaration, I'm sorry. Um I um you know, I, I when I reflect back and just think about the um some of uh, my own my behavior
3: and my mindset. Um, you know, I had a lot of things like self consciousness about myself, didn't you know, in you know, in, in Proverbs it says as um as someone think within themselves, so is he, you know, or, um, so my mind was always like, oh, you know, I'm not either good enough or, um, pretty enough or whatever, you know, like if someone even give me a compliment, I ne- you know, it was hard to accept the compliment, you know, because of how I thought of myself, you know, so that mindset had to change when you, um, the closer
0: i would say that it's changing i'm not gonna say it's fully changed but i think that as i get closer to god and know what he said about me you know and to start loving myself you know because a lot of times i looked outside of myself um just you know um i
3: I'll say I say I really believe like you said that nothing that happened to you, you know what I'm saying has anything to do with right now, so like my um you know I think that me being um codependent type of person always um wanted to um do for others wanted you know to um make sure everybody else was happy and I believe because of you know me not having a mother in my life or I had a mother which was my grandmother but my um
0: uh, my um My my mother, um, you know, she gave up her rights to my father when I was a young girl, when I was like three or four years old. So my father had total custody of me, which he was a wonderful father, and I love that. And I thank God, even for that situation, when I think about it, I'm blessed and and I'm grateful for my mother
3: doing that because I don't know what type of life I would have lived with her. You know I'm saying that the situation that she had put herself in with her other children so um i'm I'm grateful for that I don't I have a good relationship with
0: my mother today um but yes, my mind at that time it seems like I wanted to be uh, uh, um uh the best mother. I don't know in my mind did I think that way, but i I remember someone asking me too about my children.
3: they was like, why is so?" Why you like that with them? I mean, you're trying to win the Mother of, of the uh, Year Award or something. And I was like, no, I love my kids. You know, no. You know, just, um, but it's just, yeah, this mindset is, is really a good, good, um, good decoration. <laughs> it's just good, I'm and I'm enjoying it. So thank you for your decoration today. I don't want to ramble.
0: Mm-mm, you're not rambling. You're processing. I get it, and and really, at the, at the end of the day, a lot of times our behavior mirrors what we did not experience, what we did not have, and it, it's a subconscious behavior, and it, it's, it's innate to want to fix something or improve something. In my case, um, I wouldn't let my kids go nowhere. I wouldn't let them. If I wasn't there, they wasn't going. Because I know what happened when I was outside of space. You know what I mean? I know the things that I experienced. I didn't ever want my kids to experience that. And I I bought them everything. I got them all kinds of tangible things, but I didn't have the capacity, and hear me, to give them me. Can anybody (laughs) relate? Hi. Yeah. It's. I'm
2: sorry. It's okay. When you
1: said that, it just um, it definitely opened me because I didn't have either. So for me, with my children, I find myself like working hard to provide for them. But when I'm away from them and I'm not giving them that time and attention, I would have wanted. I feel bad because I'm like, yeah, I'm at work and I'm trying to provide and help for dad but. I want to be there with you because I didn't have that. So when I see the excitement on my face
0: when I come home, it's like, oh, I missed something. So um, that just definitely spoke to me. And when you talked about, um, you know, where your children, when they were born, you know, that's the season you were in. It's just for the life of me, you know,
1: we always talk about how my daughter is so kind and she just... So, given and she, her brother will hit her, he'll take a toy and she'll just go give it to him. Like, here, you can have it. And it reminds me of being in that mindset with a lot of people in my life when I was pregnant with her. I didn't want to fight with nobody. I didn't want to argue. Here, you can have it. Sure. Okay, whatever. Okay.
0: You, whatever you do, it just didn't, it didn't provoke me to do anything. I was just like, I'm
1: pregnant. I don't want to deal with this. Whatever. That makes y'all happy. Go ahead. Take it. It was like, you know, um, whoever wanted to take from me at that moment, I was wide
0: open for it. It was just like, go ahead. Okay, whatever. I don't care. You know, um, but with my son, he's so loving and cuddly because me and his dad had just got married. So I was just loving and cuddly. I just wanted to be loved. I wanted to love and, you know, give out all this love and receive it in the same way. So, um,
1: but your declaration for me confirmed that You know, lately, God has been dealing with my mindset on the power that he has given me. So when I'm under spiritual attack, I'm so used to dealing with so much stuff in my life and allowing it to happen and just sitting there and be like, okay, it'll pass. Okay, whatever. I'll figure it out. It'll pass. So lately, God has been like challenging me. Like, no, you don't just sit there and let nobody tell you nothing I didn't say about you. No,
0: you're going to have to come to me. Like, now is the time. I'm done playing with you. Come to me,
1: daughter, and let's deal with this. Stop running away. Stop sitting there and sulking and letting the tell you things about who you are and letting him down you and convince you that this is not what I promised you. I already promised you this. So don't sit there. Get up. Come to me. You've been challenging me, and I've been like, God, oh, man, but I don't think I'm ready. But I don't think that, but I've been, I just let people, and that's
0: old, oh, come to me now. So, for two or three days, I was under attack. And usually, for since I got saved, it would be during my dreams. It would be at night. So, I'm like, Lord, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to do. It's it like, come to me. We
6: come to me now. This is the time. You don't yell me. Talk to me. Tell me how you feel. I know how you feel. But you need to open your mouth. So when the person talks about opening their mouth, that is the area I struggle in because I'm so used to sitting back and watching everybody and like peeping games and then going and doing my own version of it. That's been my whole life. I'm a sponge. I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, that's how you... And it was bad pain. It wasn't even nothing good for me. So now God is telling me, like, step into who you are. That's not true, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true. Yeah, you did it, it's over. Step of who I said you are. Step of who already told you. I've been told you you were resilient. You've been resilient your whole life. Come on, now we I can we remind you of how resilient you are, what you wanna forget. So um it definitely convinced me, but
1: it encouraged me to, to continue to go to the Lord, continue to um trust and believe in who he has created me to be and to step into my power
0: and my discipleship. Uh, wholeheartedly and authentically that's good stuff right there babe that's that's what it's about it's it's from we go from faith to faith we go from glory to glory. It is our responsibility to operate in faith intentionally without wavering and without being afraid. God loves us immensely. His hope and desire for us is that we experience his exceeding great joy. Right, but you can't do that from a place of fear and convincing yourself that he's a ogre. He's not. <laughs> he he longs for us to come to him. He desires for us to trust him with our deepest, darkest, low downest secrets. He ain't tripping, it ain't like he don't know. Get that off you and move around. Amen. Anybody else? Thank you for sharing. That was big.
3: Good morning, Dion. It's pretty. Hey, so um, I, too, didn't let my children go anywhere because I didn't trust because what I, what I had seen. So I didn't allow them to, if I wasn't there, I, they couldn't go. They didn't go mm-hmm. spend the night with well, none mm-hmm. of that going on. Mm-mm. So um because I wanted them to feel loved I told them every day that I loved them and I gave them everything that I can give them and I even gave them the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. right So um because I'm ex-military they say I was I was a militant and they grew up in a household with a drill sergeant. The house mm-hmm. was clean, but I said, it ain't clean. And so, <laughs> the, <laughs> you know, when I got on the call, I was mean as a goat because I was still mm-hmm. angry. I was still holding on to stuff. And so now they're looking at me like, now, like, who is this chick? She all mm-hmm. nice and calm and relaxed. And, you know, my son told told Jeff the other day, that he wants what we have,
1: and mm.
3: we've never heard him like even come remotely close to wanting to settle down
2: mm. um,
3: but because he has the twins, and now he has his own place and he's working he's 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 just gradually getting to another place, and my daughter um, the same she said, "Mom, you guys are." so lucky. It's so hard out here. You just don't know. These guys are playing games. And I said, Mm -hmm. wait on God, sweetie. You gotta wait on God. Just trust God with your life. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
3: so I thank God for a declared victory. You guys have allowed me to go from a caterpillar to a butterfly. And Mm -hmm. when I say allowed me, Um, the layers have just been peeled back layer by layer by layer. Um, And I'm grateful. And if I don't say it enough, I am truly, 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 truly grateful and indebted to this process that has allowed me to, to become. And I am still becoming. But I can now Uh, use my life to help others uh,
2: Mm -hmm. and tell
3: them how I became. So it's a beautiful thing, and I'm grateful. I love you, woman of God.
0: It's an absolutely beautiful thing, and I love you more, woman of God. I appreciate you, and thank you for um, trusting us on your journey. It's been beautiful to watch. I'm super proud of you.
1: And a word of encouragement for you, pretty.
0: I remember when you first came on. Your children saw you go from a caterpillar to a butterfly. You're an encouragement for them and an encouragement
3: for many. And Mm -hmm. I'm so proud.
2: Thank Mm -hmm. you.
0: And so even even in, in light of that amazing testimony, Um, And amazing it absolutely is for somebody you may be at the beginning of your journey. Listen, don't beat yourself up. Go through the process. Make the adjustments. Give us permission to take you out of the pot. Give us permission to love you. Train your brain um, to respond accordingly. That means start asking yourself questions when you start questioning when people love you, right? I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to gain by loving people well. You know, if, if it comes back, yay. Um, but that's not even my motive. I love because I can't help it. Um, the bottom line for me is, is how I'm put together. It's easy to love people that are lovable, a whole different ball game to love people that are not, right? And so in my lifetime, that's been my job, to love unlovable things. And the cold part is he taught me, he, Holy Spirit, he, the Lord, taught me that through having to learn how to love my mother. My mother was not lovable, but it, it wasn't intentional. She wasn't loved, will. You know, and as I've watched her morph from caterpillar to butterfly, and still, you know, in some areas it's still challenging. But I love her, right? I I love I love everything about her, and you got to get to a point where you're okay. Um, it it don't it's not always reciprocal. <laughs> I love people that have done me dirty and I can't turn it off. I don't know how. That part of me is broken. It it doesn't work well. Nevertheless, I trust God. I trust the process and I may not get it in the field that I planted in. But it's coming back. It just comes back in different forms. That's why all these little young kids, these these, uh, I, they, I don't know if they're X, Y, L, M, N, O, P. I don't know what generation they are, honey. Why they be stalking me? Come on, Ms. Dion, you. Can can we go lunch? See, I, I love that. That's my thing, y'all. Nevertheless, anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary?
2: Hey, this is Lisa. Um,
0: wait, hold on two seconds, Lisa. Who else was that? Latoya. Okay, so go Lisa. Oh, it was somebody else? Who else was that? Go ahead, Lisa. Um, just a couple of things. Um, I wanna say about the line. Um
2: <clears throat>
0: excuse me. Um, I think I came in like a couple of months after it had started from someone that I was teaching in foundation and she dropped off, you know, a while ago. Um, and it was just to get me here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so people come in and they go and they stay, and she probably came back in. she probably listening now, who knows um and and they come for a reason, they come for a season um they they are a connector and a bridge to get other people who are meant to come and stay um and be part of the foundation for
3: other people to come in um and and truth is, Cynthia, if people follow you, I believe you would absolutely lead them to Christ because of your heart. um I know
0: you love God and because of your heart, I believe so we don't we're not perfect right? Nobody
3: is. But we do make disciples because God is very intentional. And even when we blow it, he's still strategic and intentional, right? And pretty, it's amazing.
0: I I knew you before you came to the call. And, And I saw what you're talking about. So I can testify about us being mean and broken and bitter right? But God still sees us where we shall be. And as we're becoming, he still sees us where we shall be. Don't forget that he sees us where we shall be and he knows where to get us. You were at a whole church that was full of ministries and auxiliaries and helps and stuff where people, plenty of people, a big old church, and you couldn't get what you needed, but you came to a call, a prayer call at all places to get whole and get healed. And people that I loved will, not that our church didn't offer it, and not that our church didn't have it, but this is where you got it, a community. So God is absolutely, he will use a rock. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I love it. And I'm so glad I was here to witness that and to see the transformation and be a part of that, pretty Patrice. Man. While you were there at the church serving and doing ministry and trying to love people and then to see now how you are able to still be there and be a blessing and be so much brighter, nobody but God could do that. So wherever we are, that's a true example of being able to bloom where we are planted, but sometimes we just can't get it in those four walls. And sometimes we just got to show up and keep showing up, just like Sarge when he showed up and was counting those days.
5: <laughs> and we know when Patrice got on this call, she was
2: mad. <laughs> we all heard it. She kept coming. And now, look, so for those of you that,
0: that might be hesitant, those of you that get on and irritated by some stuff, just keep showing up, but keep showing up with an open heart, right? Keep showing up expecting God, not the people expecting God. So thanks, Dion, for for your yes and for just showing up and doing what God is doing. And everybody else that's contributing in your own way, it may be big or
3: small or whatever,
0: just know that God, that began a good work in all of us, He will complete it into the day of Christ Jesus. He's up to something. Whether it seems like it or not, He is up to something. And what He began, He's going to complete. I love you. Early.
2: Come on. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Morning, Yeah. Good morning.
0: Uh, uh-uh. uh hold on one second, Lisa. Go
1: ahead. Taylor. Okay. Um, so I had a question. Um, when you talked about your mom, what happened? Like, did it get to a point? Was it a point where your mom was not growing, or she was not believing? Like, what do you do if you're at that point, or when you feel like you're stuck there, and you want to, um not necessarily grow with her, but you want to see her grow in the right direction. And you want to kind of talk to her and confide in her about things and, you know, ask her questions and she's just not receptive to it.
0: She's not ready. My mom just got to, keeping in mind I'm half a hundred. (laughs) So for, you know, the majority of my life we were just in very different different places and spaces emotionally um and I had to love her where she was right and the questions and things that I needed answered um didn't necessarily have answers. I know it sounds weird, but see. If you start to to really realize that everybody got their own process. She had her own stuff. She had experienced her own hurts and pains. She had went through her own disappointments. Who am I about mine that were inflicted in my mind about you? Really, it all worked out for my good. If I had not um, been a pillar to post kid, I wouldn't be who I am. I would not have experienced the the things that I experienced. I wouldn't have been all over the world and exposed to, um, man, some, some pretty amazing things. The circumstances weren't that great. But the exposure and the experience was necessary and par for the course and the track that I am called to, right? You don't necessarily know that that's working on your behalf. But what you can't do, because you want to be well, is expect that your mother have that same inclination simultaneously, because that's not how it went. Really, really difficult for many, many years. I had to just consistently work on me, and in the background, pray for my mother. That was my responsibility, because Holy Spirit has to do all that. We, we can't, we can't dictate somebody else's change. So what that means, is, I'll, I'll say this to any and everybody that is open to it, get a therapist. It's important. It's healthy. It's good for you. For many of us, we have um, ELP through work. Use your Utilize the services that your job offers for you to get well. Because what, what if she never ready? What if she'll never want to talk? You're going to be mad? or you're going to make an active decision to keep growing and to keep healing for you, right? It's it's an individual, independent responsibility. Everybody has to own their own stuff. And it may not look like what you think it should. It may not be the outcome (laughs) you think it should be but it does not negate that you still need healing, that you still need closure, that you still need um, to be whole and to be well. Work on that. Don't worry about your mom. Just love her. Just love her. I guarantee you she got a story. But she ain't ready to tell it yet. You can't make her. That's called, That's the. those are the locations that our mind gives us the ability to demonstrate grace. Give her some grace. I guarantee you, don't no mother on the planet wake up and be like, I think I want to suck as a mom. (laughs) I think I want to give the kids I have the worst of me. That's not the agenda. Sometimes we don't know their circumstances. And, you know, depending on how old your mother is, you know, the times were different. Things were different. For some of us, we experience the external emotion of being inwardly rejected by our parents because, in that time and in that year and that season they couldn't have abortion so they just aborted you in their head and that just traveled right on down the umbilical cord so all your life you're dealing with worthlessness she ain't mean to feel like that she know how to process it right so it, it, it has a, a a myriad of different um things that you can associate it with but at the end of the day toya, i'm gonna tell you this give her some grace
3: Man, beyond the 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 therapy and the twelve step process is the process that I was able to also um, realize that my mom had her own journey.
2: Right,
3: and she didn't mean not to show me love. Sure, of course she did the best she could with what she had what to work she, with.
0: That's it, right. and, and when you start to understand that. You stop mm-hmm. looking at, not just your mama.
2: Listen, mm-hmm. everybody
0: got a story.
2: Yeah. Everybody,
0: everybody got a story. Everybody came from something. Grace, y'all, grace, grace, yeah. grace. Love, love, above all, it's the first commandment.
4: And you know what's so beautiful, learn, sorry. I'm sorry, I want to interrupt you, but what you're saying is so beautiful. And so true and and how we're saying we're you're half a fifty i'm fifty five and it does take time. <laughs> it's a process, but um God changes me, He changed me like in that whole the whole process of living, and the situations have sucked, like you said, there have been some sucky situations we have all been through, I have been through, but I see sure. I wouldn't even be what I am right now, who I am, whose I am, sitting here if if he, you know, if I, he didn't take me through all those places, and I didn't, um, you know, it started with me. He changed me. Yeah. And, and what you're you all start, saying?
0: Yeah, you you let you stop holding people hostage to bad behavior. Bad behavior is just a symptom.
2: Amen. Of broken
0: places. That's all.
2: Yeah.
0: It ain't personal. Right. And one of the
2: things counseling
0: will show show you is that even if everybody is living in that same story, because a lot of people share the same story, there's still a different narrative that everybody's going to have, even in that same story, a different perspective. So therein lies the grace. Because we share the same story, a mother and a daughter, there's still different perspectives that each one will have in that same story. So that's the grace. Just because we share the same story, we don't have the same perspective. We don't share share the same experience in the same experience. We don't share the same hurt because our perspective is different. Because we're individuals and different in that story, that's what counseling can help people to see. That right. Mm-hmm. One thing you said, Dion, and probably ending the 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 call maybe like that is that people that are loved will they they grow, and and I think the problem is we don't know how to love.
3: Well, hmm mm-hmm.
0: and we don't know. be loved well. That's it. We don't know. Let me let me tell you the the biggest issue that I have. People don't know how to take me because I love well. That's not that's not a guess. I know that about who I am. Um, uh, and either you get it or you don't. And because we've lived lives full of self sabotage. And because we've lived lives with people who have faulty motives, you looking at me like I'm that. I'm not that. That's not. That's not my 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 po my mo my po my element I come in peace. At the end of the day, you gotta have the capacity to be loved well.
2: I can't make. You let me love you. That's on you.
0: Mr. Lisa, you were going to say something? Go ahead, honey.
6: Yes. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. I think, like I said yesterday, this call, this is where I got my healing from. I thank Stephanie for inviting me to this call. I think all you godly women... uh, get me to my mindset now is about Jesus. I was, when I started this call, I was looking at people in the church. Why? I can't sound like that. God said, no, no, you got your sound. I got a sound for you through my process. And so Cynthia, oh my God, when you sent me the, when I couldn't hardly read nothing out of the Bible and I was pretending in church, and I had to stand up and say, I don't, I don't, I, I've been pretending that I could read, and that wasn't helping me get close to Jesus. But when I hear the word of God every day from you godly women, and I had to bang pot, to look in the mirror, and write in my journal, but Cynthia, when you sent me the scriptures to read, honey, God, glory to God. Thank you so much, because you helped me my process when i started this call you mailed me the stuff and i'm reading now and i'm in school so thank you i will follow you yes i follow all you godly women because you helped me to get well and then my process of my mindset when this happened to my granddaughter i just give god all the glory and the honor and for declare victory for helping me to see, not look at the situation. I went in that hospital praising God and thank you, Jesus. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for you guys. I would have been a mess, and I still is a mess. But God, my mind is on Him, and I walk these streets. I'm, I hear the word, but as you said, doing it, and I give out things, not because I, have, because my, we changed my heart and my mindset. The cussing is gone. And then my grandson, when we had that outburst, and Beyonce, you said, go in the next row. I go home and I still pray for him that God move on his process, whatever his process is. But I still gotta love him. I can't hold on to that. I let go all that happened to me. God forgave me and I ask for forgiveness and I'm grateful. So Cynthia, I love you. I love you all for helping me and loving me well. And, and, and telling me, hey, hey, you keep on going, and I'm still in a process, but I'm a whole hey hey hey, I give thank you Jesus, hey, hey, because I believe his report, and this sunday i uh, I changed my radio station, I can't listen to uh the that that fast music no more because then I get to uh, going back to the world, so I had to i' changed my it's to gospel that's uh, cleaning my heart and listen to God's word every day. And does it help me to love others, not just about me. It's about the words that God said when he brought me from the cardboard. I go back there I mean, and even just saying, good morning, how are you doing? And whatever I can give, I give. I don't worry about it. I don't try to hold off to it. I give it because god has blessed me with my whole mind and kept my mind and he cleaned my heart out so now amen. i just keep praying but Cynthia, oh my god thank you so much because now i'm reading where i can understand and i'm in school so i'll be singing he knew i was worth he all of us is worth saving and i'll be singing that this sunday amen yeah. god bless <laughs> hey, hey, that's what my hair is about hey hey
0: Thank you, thank you for Cynthia, did you Good hear
2: month. that? Glory. Hold yes, on one second, Father. Cynthia, okay. did you hear that?
0: Yeah, I heard that. Yep, I heard that.
2: you see
6: that? And I love you, I love you, Cynthia. Thank you so much, and you helped me. You helped me, so yes, they all follow you because you did that for me. My first started this call. You did. You mailed that to me, and I read, and I, and I'm getting it. He's bringing it to me. He's bringing it to me. I'm reading every day at 4 a.m. I'm praying for every one of you on this line, and I don't need alarm clock. I wake up automatically. That's God. When I couldn't get up until one o'clock. Okay, hey, that's not me. That's God. I said, what the world? I'm up every day like this, even on Saturdays. I'm up at
2: 4
0: a.m. On my knees, Absolutely, Absolutely. Thank you, Jesus. it's worth to it. to answer your question, no, I do not. Um, I'm sure we can, we can get it out for you. Uh, Mother Leomia, you were about to say something. Yes, I'm won't be long.
5: I I you know I thank God for this call. I thank him because it was on this call I learned how to forgive my mom. And it was on this call that I was able to look at my daughter in a different way and to love her the way that a mother supposed to love her daughter. Because before I didn't know how to, uh, I didn't know how to love, I didn't know how to love her. I didn't know how to love But because of declare victory. I thank God for you. I thank God for everyone on this call and for all the declarers. But I thank God for you and Tanya, not Tanya. I um I was on the call when mother the had I don't know if you remember not when they had this when you guys had this deliverance service. Mhm. I was on the call then, and it was during that call that God delivered me, and he gave me forgiveness in my heart for my mom, and he showed me that she'd done the best she could with what she had. Mm-hmm. She gave me what her mom gave her, and that's all she knew. She didn't know how to love me. I held everything against her for all of, all of her life. And God forgive me. It was after her death that I was able to forgive her through this call. So I thank God for you guys, every one of you. And I thank God for my daughter, Glorious glory. glory <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Glorious Gloria for her loving me, even the way that I treated her, sending her off. And I'm not going into the to an abusive situation. I thank God for her being able to forgive me for that. And I just want to let her know. I don't know if she's listening or not. Girl, I love you. And I thank God for you. And he could not have given me a better daughter. Amen. He could not have given me a better daughter. And he could not have blessed me any more than what he has done. Because mm. man is being good to me. And he's still being good to me. Dion, and I said I was going to make this short twice, (laughs) not one time, two times. He brought me back from death. The first time was 2013. I actually died. Mm -hmm. And I know I was dead because I went to this place where my mom was. And I saw her, and not only did I see her, I saw a miscarried son that I had and a whole lot of other people that I knew I saw. Mm.
2: And
5: most the blessed thing about it was I had walked around here Every day going to Bible school, teaching a Bible class on Saturday, and teaching our um, missionary services on third Sundays, teaching Sunday school every Sunday, walking around here thinking about new God. And, honey, let me tell you, I found out that I didn't know God. I knew about God. But it wasn't until Satan had me and was about to throw me into the pits. And God grabbed my arm and pulled me back. And he told him, no, Satan, you can't have her. She's one of mine. And he brought me back here. And he told me to tell you, go tell my people. You go tell everyone what I have done for you, how I brought you back to life. And every chance that I get, I tell it because I know that somebody needs to hear it because somebody else is walking around here thinking that they know God. And it's a sad thing because they don't realize. They're on their way to hell, just knowing about him. Mhm.
2: Man, mm-hmm.
5: I I I just thank God for this call because you guys have opened my eyes. God opened my eyes, but God led me to you guys. Gloria introduced me to the call, but God led me to it. Amen. A lot of times I don't say most of the time I don't say anything, but it's not because I'm not taking it all in and praising God for all of you
0: for amen. all of you
5: and I especially thank him for um that deliverance service that they amen. I thank God, oh God, I thank you. And I just I, I I just want you guys to keep on keeping on. I might yeah. not ever say anything else again. But you believe yeah, I'm you listening will. to you.
0: You're I'm taking <laughs> you
5: in. Okay, you you all of you have a blessed day. I love you.
3: you too. Love you to pieces. Love you to pieces. Go ahead, Tang. Love you, Mother Leonia. I love you too.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mother. Um, listen, as we are coming, uh, we are well past the hour, but I, I absolutely, this is Tanya, not Tanya, uh, Pastor Tanya. Um, I absolutely want to um, share a couple of things, this thought this, that came. That is, um, discipleship looks different for everybody. Everybody's not called to the same, you know, some people will teach it. Some people will, it just might be, you know, whatever. It's not the same. I won't even go into trying to describe what those differences are, but that's what we need to grasp. That's what we need to change our mind about. Discipleship looks different for everybody. It is based upon your purpose and how God gives it to you to share, right? Secondly, um, I don't think that we should, we should, be in a position where we despise or not, I don't think, we should not be in a position where we compare and despise our new beginnings. We are always evolving. We are always growing. We are going from Dion said early faith to faith and grace to grace, right? So we will, we will get a process, or we'll go through a process, um, get a little breather sometimes, and then go through another one because we are being perfected. As um as uh bodies as the body of Christ. We are being we are being perfected. We never get to the point where we are completely done, right? When when we get to that point, it's time to go. We'll we'll be lifted up out of here. But we are always learning. Even older people, as they get older, can reach back. Yes, they can share their wisdom, but as they get older, they can reach back. I heard something profound I've been listening to for the last couple of days. They can reach back to the younger generation to get things from them, to help them to remain, to, to get them to remain relevant Throughout the generations, I, I hope that makes sense. So um, just that was the main point. I just wanted to encourage you and let you know that everybody's discipleship is not supposed to look the same because there are so many different people out here with so many different things going on and so many different experiences and so many different ways that we all perceive the world or perceive society based upon the fillers and the things that we've gone through. I, I, I hope that helps somebody. Thank you.
2: Okay. Very
0: good. Amen. Anybody else? I'll give a a last call. I gotta be gone by eight thirty. Anybody else?
4: It's just been such a beautiful, beautiful call this morning. So beautiful and just touching. Um, I just wanted to just uh, share too, that I thank you so much, Dion, for um, just leading uh, being the just leading this call for all these years and I'm uh, um, just real quick i I just always reflect back on when I first joined six or seven years ago. I would get kind of upset. Remember how you said you love well, you're saying you love well. And I always remember, and sometimes I talk about it in the women's call when you used to say, I hope somebody get upset at what I'm saying, (laughs) you know, and, um, and it's true. I mean, I really understand. In in hindsight, I know what that means now. I hope you get upset because that is, that's like, um, letting me know that it's, it's, it's making me aware of some things that, um, I need to work with God to, you know, to, get better in that place. So, and then Holy spirit, I just, I'm so thankful for that Holy spirit, that tugging, because even though I would not call for a while, God would keep telling me get back on the line. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I will, even though I was in the flesh, I really wasn't feeling it. I just don't know where I would be without it. Six years later, I just don't know. But, um, I thank God for Holy spirit. And that is, true what you said, Mother Leoma. You could go to Bible study, doing the churches and everything, but the relationship, being able to hear from the Lord and commune with him um, is everything. Um, that's all. Okay. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> shut up now. Love you guys.
0: Good share, family. <laughs> no worries. Amen. Any last words?
7: Hey, Dion, this is glorious. Good morning.
0: God bless you. Thank you. Okay. I have to go back and listen to the entire uh, share because I had to be in and out from the um, entire declaration. I was in and out I'm at work. But I do appreciate you, and I do thank God for Declare Victory.
2: And um, that's it.
4: Amen. Amen.
0: Always remember this, y'all. Declare Victory is just an arm. Um, we only power we have is the power of the Holy Ghost. I don't do nothing any uh, more unique than whatever it is that God calls you to do. This just happens to be my yes. My suggestion to everyone under the sound of my voice is that you find yours, that you can play your part, that somebody's life will be impacted because you just gave a yes. It's that simple. Um, he deserves all the glory. I don't require it. <laughs> um, I thank you guys for, for your kind words, but at the end of the day, um I just want God to get the glory. Um, Sister Lisa, Sister Charina wants to connect with you. So I don't know. Um oh, you know, I think I think Tanya has their information. I'll text I'll text you Charina's number. Hey, Amen. Um yeah, I sure can. Um, okay. All right, guys. Again, it's fasting day. We meet back here at 5 p.m. Um, and, uh, yeah, for those of you that are fasting, meet at 5. For those of you that are not, we'll hear you tomorrow. Same that station, same that time. Have a great day, guys.
3: Have a blessed day,
4: everyone. Have a wonderful blessed day, everyone.
0: Have a blessed day, everyone. Blessings. Blessings to all. Love you all. Thank you. Have a blessed
3: day, guys.
2: Good. Have, a,
0: have a beautiful day, everyone. Good, okay, Can yeah. you hear me,
2: Seth? Y- yes. Oh do Good
3: the whole time, like it was just so many things she was saying about, you know, the stuff.